game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. <laughs> Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Comtois, backhanded, but not out from Kulak. Silverberg across, mishandled. The steal by Ekholm, the lead pass, and now looking for 50. Dreisaitl gets it! Wrist shot inside the left post. That's 50 and a hat trick for Leon Dreisaitl. For the third time in his career, Leon Dreisaitl is a 50-goal scorer. He does it in style tonight with a hat trick helping the Edmonton Oilers clinch a playoff spot for the fourth consecutive season. And after a slow start tonight, the Oilers wash away the Ducks like a blue and orange tidal wave. It's euphoria at Rogers Place. 6-0 Oilers over the Anaheim Ducks. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Reed Wilkins along with Rob Brown in Studio 99 for Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. As Edmonton wins again, they are 9-0-1 in their last 10, 13-2-1 since March 1st. Jack Campbell gets a shutout, 36 saves, his first shutout of the season. And the Oilers have back-to-back shutouts for the first time since last April when Mike Smith did it. He had both uh, ends of those shutouts this time around. It's Skinner first and Campbell tonight. Anaheim, meanwhile, has lost seven in a row. They played pretty well in the first period. They controlled most of the play. They outshot the Oilers 17-10. Ryan Strom hit a goal post. They had a lot of action around the Oilers' net, but Zach Hyman scored with 2.04 left in the first, and then the Oilers just came out on fire in the second period. Complete domination by the Oilers in the second. Drysettle, Nurse, and Drysettle scoring and then McDavid and Dreisaitl rounding it out in the third. Okay, let's go down to the Hall of Fame room. He's at the mic for Eclipse Restoration, named one of Western Canada's best restoration contractors three years in a row. Call 780-250-HELP or visit Eclipse247.ca. Oilers head coach, Jay Woodcroft. A big stepping stone for him. What did you see from him tonight? Well, I thought Jack was specifically very good in that first period. He made a few really big saves for us, um, allowed us to get our sea legs, so to speak, and and, uh, and we were able to find uh, some goals and give him some run support. But I thought he was good all game, and anytime your team puts uh, two shutouts, shutouts in a row together, uh, it's a positive step. What was your reason or mindset as to why you went back to Campbell after Stewart had this, this shutout last game. I felt he gave us a chance to win the game tonight. So Leon ends up with the hat trick to get 50. Shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, just your thoughts on a 50-goal season from this guy, one of the best passers in the league, but just piles the goals in too, and how impressive that is. Yeah, you know what? I, I was looking at a list of like the top goal scorers over the last five years or something like that, and his name's at the top of it with some really good players, uh, really good shooters, dangerous shooters. So uh, for him to be the best passer and uh, the ability to to put it in the net like he does, um, he's a very dangerous player, and we're thankful he's on our team. So did he draw it up that way, that he was going to score on, on the, on the penalty? Yeah. yeah. Um, was that coaching 101? No, that was not coaching 101. I'll tell you what, sometimes you got to trust the instincts of your players, and uh, he felt something in that moment, and um, they were able to get a semi-break, and he took what was given 
given to him, and he took he, he put a lot of heat on that shot. So I was happy for him. He said it was good. Uh, you know, we asked him, but it was good to get it out of the way now with five games left. Yeah. Obviously, you guys are you clinched tonight too, but you've got things to play for and stuff too. Did you feel that way too? You're getting some of these milestones knocked off, and you know. Yeah. You know what? I, I think we're at the point now where we're about putting points on the board. We know what's at stake every night. It seems like everyone wins in the Pacific Division. It happened again today. Um, so for us, it, it's about you know uh, getting the two points, and I know that's what Leon's about. But uh, you know, it's nice to hit some milestones along the way as well. New is the only one left. It's got to get yeah. 100. So I don't know. Every time, uh, I, you know, I think Warren Fogle's close to a career high. I think Derek Ryan's close to a career high. Um, every point that uh, Zach Hyman gets is a career high for him. So um, in the end, I think what drives our team is team success. The strength of our team is in the team. And, um, you know, we're, uh, we're going to rest up tomorrow and good practice and team picture on Monday and travel down to L.A. and get ready for a big one on Tuesday against L.A. Jeez, do you say, is this a tough game for your team to come off a really emotional game, well played against L.A., knowing that L.A.'s coming up and you got a team here that's just playing out the string that at times maybe can be dangerous. Did you, did you sense that a little bit early from your team that maybe it's tough to get into it outside of your goaltender? Yeah, I think um, they're human beings in that dressing room. Uh, it was an emotional uh, couple days there. Um, so was there an emotional hangover? Uh, that's a question for them. Um, but for me, I thought we stuck with it. I thought our goalie gave us some big saves early. I thought the goal at the end of the, the first period was big just to get us on the board and... Um, you know, feeling good heading into that second period. But there were some things that we could do better, and we did them in the second period. All that said, I would say that Anaheim worked tonight, they, and they have dangerous people, like you, like you said. So if you're not playing a good team game, they can really hurt you. Um, fortunately for us, our goalie was going, and our team got it together there in the second and third period. So it's a credit to our players. So you used to assume with how well the player teams are playing in the Pacific that when you win, the other teams are going to keep winning too. I mean, you can't count on them losing they're playing good too so yeah. you just got to keep winning your games and hope that that's enough yep um you know we say tcb right you got to take care of your own business and um you know if we do that and that's where we put our focus we don't put it on the big picture we don't play schedule maker we don't play mathematician our job is to coach hockey and play hockey um so uh, you know that's where our focus and it's a coaching staff that's what we're trying to do is keep us laser focused on whatever the events of the day are um, because that's immediately within our control and if we do that we think we'll be in a good spot when it's all said and done. I feel like Brian McLeod is coming on this trip and will you have him on this trip you yeah, think? He's coming on this trip I don't know when he'll play but um, you know we've had good news on Ryan McLeod it's just more healing for him uh, we're trying to be smart with it and uh, you know we've had some really good efforts from a lot of uh, our depth forwards. It's going to get competitive here pretty soon to get in our lineup up front. That is Jay Woodcroft after the Edmonton Oilers clinch a playoff spot with a 6-0 win over Anaheim. Rob Drysettle gets the hat trick. He gets to 50 goals. He's become one of the greatest goal scorers of just generation of players. Yep. And tonight, he scores on a backhand. He scores on a gold mouth scramble where he and his teammates are just relentless. And then he scores a shorthanded snipe off the off wing going far corner. He didn't even score in his patent. <laughs> and he had a number of chances just, at it. I mean, just 
incredible. I mean, he's just become such an incredible well, player. Well, you and I have talked about him for a long, long time. I've always uh, been big fans, and we had a nice conversation with Mark Spector the other night uh, about Leon. Leon's going to be an NHL Hall of Famer, and we get to see him every night. The problem for Leon in Edmonton is he's always compared to Connor because Connor's the best player in the world. Uh, I've started going through the stats over the last, I think it was, I went back to like 2014. Leon's probably going to get to 128 points this year, right around. He's got 120 now, I think, on the season. That would have won the scoring title every year, other than this year. Right. So, I mean, that's how good a season Leon Dreisettle's having, and it pales, obviously, to what Connor's doing, but that's how great a year he's having. He scored his, this is his third 50-goal season. He's got a heart. He's won a scoring title. Um, uh, his ability to change the complexion of the game through physicality, through goal scoring, and 350 goal seasons, and he's a, the best passer in the NHL. And that just, uh, he wanted the 50 tonight. He had nine shots on net. Uh, you could see he was visibly frustrated a couple times when the puck didn't find the back of the net, yet he just kept going. And uh, when they put he and Kane out for the shorthanded, opportunity in the third period I'm like okay there's going to be a shorthanded opportunity for him he's it's going to be a two-on-one he's going to get a breakaway something you just knew that it was going to happen tonight great players do great things at great moments Leon Dreisaitl scored a shorthanded goal for his 50th on home ice before they go away for four games six nothing the Oilers win it and also of significance Jack Campbell gets the shutout he gets his 20th win of the season and as we saw a stat walking up for, for you know he gets the most goal support in the NHL and that's helped his one loss mm -hmm. record but today a really encouraging performance really an outstanding game by Campbell especially in the first period because the Oilers were a little bit asleep in the first period he stopped all 17 pucks he faced in the opening 20 minutes uh, I mean it's a shutout in a 6 nothing win but he made what was it 35 saves 36 saves 36, so I mean yep. so it, it, it wasn't a, a quiet night and Jay Woodcroft alluded to it. Uh, and I think it was Bukestad that was on between periods, the first and second. He alluded to it as well. The others weren't good in the first period. Uh, they had a little L.A. King hangover where the excitement and the energy of the last game, uh, they came out a little sloppy. They came out a little unenergetic. And Anaheim was very good. And Jack Campbell kept the Oilers in it, allowed the Oilers to find their, their footing. So this was... Uh, probably Campbell's best start in, in quite a while. Uh, confidence builder. I would expect he will get one more start for sure before this season's over, possibly two, depending on what happens uh, in the final game of the season. But it's a, it, it, the Oilers feel good about it, about him doing this. The, he will feel good about himself doing this. And going into the playoffs, it's nice to have Skinner playing well, but it would be very good having a couple good starts for Jack Campbell as the backup sitting on the bench to start the playoffs. That's our quick change for Jiffy Lube, keeping you moving to and from the game. Visit your local Jiffy Lube today. Uh, dry settle the first star. Jack Campbell, the second star. Connor McDavid, the third star as he gets his 62nd of the season. Rob and I give out the fourth star for Jandell Holmes. Alberta's premier modular home retailer. Well, a lot of good performances tonight. I, I mean, uh, we can go to the Viking again. He was plus three, outstanding. And he set up the 50th goal of the season. And that was a nice play he made in the neutral zone, being able to, to win a battle and spring Leon for the, the partial breakaway. Uh, to me, the Viking was the four-star of the game. Ekholm, two assists, plus three, played 18 
36. I mean, excellent stats all over the place. Nurse had a goal, plus one, 23 minutes, seven shots on goal. Couple of blocks, couple of hits. You just go up and down the lineup. Uh, Kane was good again yeah, tonight. Drysaddle got to plus four if you like the plus minus. So just, and, and once, and, and now Anaheim's not a great team, though we have seen the Oilers do this at times to, to good teams. When they get rolling, it's it's keep away. Oh. And there, most of the second period was was keep away, and then the sequence leading to McDavid's 60-second <laughs> goal. I, I mean, they, two or three grade-A scoring chances before that, and then McDavid almost did a full lap around the net and then flicked it in. Well, it, it's funny, and this is what the Oilers do more than any team in the National Hockey League. And I know other teams are more active with their defensemen jumping in the play, but Bouchard, he was down around the hash marks at one point. Ekholm was standing on the goal line. Connor McDavid, when he went around the net, actually had to go around Ekholm, the defenseman, to get in, in front. But I believe everyone touched the puck at least once, and some of them touched it two or three times uh, in that sequence. It was 35, 40 seconds of the Oilers, the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, we're going to pass around, pass around eventually. And it was almost like Connor, okay, well, I guess I got to shoot now and buy myself in the slot. And he just, it wasn't even a shot. It was more of a, I'm going to push the puck into the net because the goalie can't see him. We have all the time in the world. And there's a big open spot to put the puck in. Uh, yes, the Oilers uh, have the capabilities, not just with one line, but with two or three lines to keep control of puck in the opposite end and, and just absolutely exhaust the defenders. And at that point, all the defenders on the ice, they just had nothing left. And McDavid just made them look silly. 6-0, the Oilers beat the Ducks. The shots, 45-36 for the Oilers. I set the line at 19 and a half for River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement bet on it. How much would the Oilers outshoot the Ducks by? So it's under. It is under. They outshot them by nine. Rick wins. He gets the $50 River Cree Resort and Casino gift card. That first period. Because <laughs> if, uh, if the Oilers had played that way the whole game, they probably would have outshot well, them by... 20-something. Well, it was 17 shots in the first period for Anaheim and then 19 the rest yeah. of the way. Well, the so. shots were 24-9 in the second period for the Oilers when they really put the game When away. they started trying. Yes. Yeah, just an impressive performance uh, for the Oilers. Uh, an incredible vibe in the crowd. I mean, celebration. When Drysaddle scored, I mean, obviously the fans are always excited when an Oilers player score, but everybody, you, you could f you could feel the build in the crowd because there was a little bit, okay, is he going to have the angle? You know, how could the, could the defenseman angle him off a little? Like a lot's going through your head, and then he got in there and just placed that shot perfectly. I, the crowd just exploded. I probably would have bet the house on that one just the way uh, things were going for Leon. And he, he, he tried that earlier in the game, the exact same shot. And... Gibson made a fantastic save early in the game on the same play. I just uh, Gibson leaves the backup goalie comes in and I don't think he faced anything but grade A scoring well, he made chances. Some good save. So yeah. did Gibson actually. Yeah, Gibson did too. It just uh, worn out and the, the injury was probably through fatigue, just taking well, too many shots. Well, this wasn't 45 shots by the Oilers. Let's get to the top of the circle and throw it on net and see if we get a rebound. I, I mean, there were. Great. At least half of them would have been grade A or yes. very good grade Bs. Yeah, it was it was a dominating performance from about the with about three minutes to go in the first period and the remainder of the game. Uh, the Edmontonos, it was a matter of how many. The Japanese Village Goal Light is on on 630Ched.com. We activate it whenever the Oilers score five or more in the game in a game. So head to our website, print up a coupon 
for a free appetizer at Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurants. Come in and check out their new location at 3975 Calgary Trail. All right, we got more post-game reaction coming up from the Oilers dressing room, and we're happy to hear your reaction as well on the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. Our number is 780-496-0063. The Oilers are going to the playoffs. Where are they going to finish? That is still very much in question. We'll discuss that as well. It's Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line on 630 Chet. Live Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. a shot, kick save Campbell. Rebound sitting there and Drysaddle backhands it up to Yamamoto, who takes the hit to make the play out to center. Shovel back the other way. I think Drysaddle's drawn a penalty here. And now we've got pushing and shoving, and Evander Kane was challenged and stood up and met his man. Yeah, it's going to get, we're going to get, it's going to be four and four hockey. Kane's you think it's going to even it up? Yep. Yeah, a spirited exchange with 5.55 left in the first period. Our crunch of the game for Cougar Payton Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years and counting. Penalties didn't work out the way we thought they would. Well, no, we were and, and even Bob said there, yeah, it's going to be even. Well, I agree. It should have been even. That was a weird, weird call by the referees. And Vetrano, who was the guy that got the extra two, he got two for rough, and he actually just stood there. So two for getting hit from behind, I guess. Yes, it was it was a it was a weird call, a bad call, uh, and I unfortunately got out of that one without giving up a goal. But they were unable to stop the Oilers five on five tonight. As the Oilers were just too good. All right, six nothing. The Oilers win it. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We have Cashton on the line. Cashton, go ahead. Uh, hey guys, how you doing? Very well. Um, I just wanted to tell you my story. I was at the Oilers game tonight, and I go to a lot of Oilers games, but I've never been to one where an Oilers scored a hat trick. And I threw my hat, and now my dad says that I have to do eight hours worth of chores. <laughs> eight hours That's worth? That's Is your dad listening? That's unreasonable. I'm, I'm thinking right yeah. now, buddy, a, a hat probably costs $25. Yeah. So, eight, so he's only paying you three. Max. He's only paying you three dollars an hour. That's well under minimum wage. Unless so. chores is like playing a video game or a board game or something, or yeah. some comic books. You know what? You tell your dad I'm your new agent. You'll I do know two it's hours. not fair. It's not that's fair. Not I'm your fair new agent. You got two hours chores. That's it. And he's gonna yeah. buy you a really cool hat. And then, yeah. I mean, seriously, did you not have fun throwing the hat on the ice? I did. Are you gonna remember that the rest of your life? Yeah. Well, there you go. It was a good thing then, buddy. I'm on your side yeah. on this one. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Right on. Thank you, Cashton. Yeah. Well, we know who the villain of the night is. Cashton's, Cashton's dad. dad. It is. Mr. Cashton. $3 an hour is all he's paying his kid to do chores. Yeah, I mean, you got to throw the hat. Well, he's it's, never it thrown was, a hat no, before. Not only was it a, a, a hat trick... It was the 50th, the 50th goal, goal hat trick. I mean, that's one you got to throw. I mean, that's I pretty mean, good. Cashin could have thrown himself on these. That was a pretty exciting moment. <laughs> I'd love to see a guy dress up like a giant foam hat and then actually just <laughs> throw on. I shouldn't give people ideas here. Now, that's bad. Well, you do. That's going to be a good minor league promotion. Have a have somebody suspended from below the scoreboard, and he's he's bubble like you know how they put the people in the big bubbles. The only problem with that read is he's going to be there a long time well, waiting for a hat. Well, you hope there's a hat trick. That's part <laughs> of the thing. Will he, or the, I don't know. They could raise him up there when somebody has two goals. But well, the, the, the thing nowadays with the netting, 
the no, high, he'd, hang, high, he'd hang below the scoreboard. Yeah, but for a long, long time. What if like yeah. he started, it's started the, the game? It's mi- it'd, be mi- it'd be a minor league thing. He might. Well, he's going to need. They wouldn't do it in the NHL. He's going to need more than three bucks an hour to hang there for. Although I wouldn't say Cashton would do it. No, no, it'd be an adult. I don't know, Cashton. Cashton needs the money. He's got to buy a new hat. Or let's win six nothing. But with the netting nowadays, though, the the, yeah, the gotta, hats on the ice take a long time you because pass your hat you got to pass the hat around and. But do you see, well, who was it the other day? Jack Eichel, when he got his hat trick, went actually and picked the hat out of the, the pile and took it to the bench with him. I'm sure Leon right now oh, is yeah. in there going through all the hats, seeing which ones he wants. 780-496-0063. We have Barb on the line as well as the Oilers went 6 nothing. Hi, Barb. Go ahead. Barb, uh, just put your radio down, please, and we'll talk to you here. Barb, do we, okay, we may not have Barb. Maybe we'll try again later. 7804960063. Anish is on the line. Uh, Anish, go ahead. Hey, Robin Reed, how are you guys tonight? Good. Good. And unlike that young fan there, I didn't have a hat to throw on the ice tonight. Uh, fantastic game by the Oilers. 50 for drive. Shout out for Tampa. Like, what a remarkable game. Now that the Oilers have clinched, they have the X beside the name. How do you keep the team focused now on potentially winning the division, potentially winning the uh, conference? I don't, and maybe see a of- I, don't, I don't see a problem with this team at all. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, like how? I just think they're. I think they well, know what they have to do. And, and Woody, Woody said this morning. I can't remember the the quote, but I mean, he's still coaching, obviously. But he's, he also said the the players have taken ownership of, that, of the team here. That and too, and as much as it's cool having the X beside their name, that's not what this team was playing for. They they expect to be in the playoffs. They want home mm-hmm. ice advantage. So the fact that they, they made the playoffs, that means that to these guys, they were already in the playoffs three months ago. They knew how good this team w- was going to be. So right now they want home ice. And they've got a couple uh, show-me games coming up, one against the LA Kings and one against the Colorado Avalanche. Those are big games for this team before the playoffs start. They want to, as Connor said the other day, they, they sh- showed the league how they're capable of playing a 2 nothing hockey game. They want to continue to show the league what they're capable of doing in these last five games. Yeah, I, I, I don't think... Uh, this is a leadership group that doesn't take their foot... They don't take their foot off the gas no, at any point. No, I mean, they're getting, they're getting to the point. I mean, this is... And we've talked about this. This is not a, a young team anymore with, with the leaderships. They, nope. they've, they've been through... I mean, fourth straight year in the playoffs. Playoff disappointments that... You know, I think they've they've learned from it again. Other teams are probably saying the same things at this time of year, but I, I don't think there's. I, I I mean, if this, I think if the Oilers were gonna be, if if they were gonna rest on their laurels, they they would have lost tonight. If you know that would it wouldn't have been a bad first 15 minutes. It would have been a bad game if they were a complacent team. I the, I, I don't see the Oilers are an though. excellent hockey club that. The only game that you may see lineup changes or, or taking a night off would be the last game of the year, depending on where the Oilers are in the standings. If the Oilers cannot move up or down in the last game of the season, you will see there's some of their star players sitting out. But if that's not the case, if that game means something, you will look for the, the Oilers right now are trying to run the table. They want to go 5-0 and in their last five games and possibly win the division and the conference and give them home ice advantage all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals if they were to go that far. All right, Oilers win 6-0. It is a shutout for a guy who has had his struggles this season, but he was outstanding tonight. Here's goaltender Jack Campbell. 
Teammates say how you kept them in the game in the first period. Can you tell us about the first and how you just kind of carry that through the whole 60? Yeah, you know, I thought Himes did a great job getting us on the board there and kind of calmed it down, and we kind of took over the game from there. So, um, you know, just a good win and nice to clinch the spot. Players talk about if they score one goal, it can kind of change everything for them. It's kind of different for a goal if you make one save because you get so many, but does, can a shutout do it? Does it feel that much better for you? It feels good to win, so, you know, I think everybody feels good with how we're playing, and uh, we just got to keep her going. That post, uh, that I think it was Ryan Strom hitting a few minutes into the game. Did you think that was a kind of a good omen, that that one stayed out and you built off that? Yeah, I'll certainly take that one this year. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was nice that one didn't go in and kind of rolled from there. You feel like you kind of had it going from that point on, like either the guys were saying, first period you kept them in. Do you feel like you had it tonight, like right from the beginning? For sure. Yeah. How do you like uh, that busiest start? Um, you know, you don't have a choice, but was it a good way to just kind of get going right in there and they, you know, was busy and successful for you? Yeah, it was nice to get some rubber in the first and get into the game and thought our guys did a great job of uh, just sticking with it and uh, finishing strong and we had a real solid 60 minutes. In the big picture here, Jack, I mean, the team hasn't given up much here. The defensive game seems to be rounding into form. Goalies are playing well. Like, this is the right time of year for a lot of this stuff to be going right. Definitely, you know, this is uh, best time of the year and, you know, clinching the spots just the first step and, you know, we should feel good about that. But uh, get back to work tomorrow and, um, you know, a lot to uh, a lot to focus on. Jack, you've been very honest about your, your play. You felt like you didn't like how you were playing at certain points. Arizona game, you made a lot of big saves. Did you Have you felt like, is your game coming back to where you want it to be? Yeah, I mean, frankly, my, my game hasn't been at the level I expect it to be at any point this year, and tonight was a great step for me personally, and, um, you know, just uh, having fun and, and relaxing, getting out of my own way, that tonight was a, a great step for me, and I uh, just want to keep that going. One goalie gets a shutout last game, you get a shutout this game, do you feed off one another? Absolutely. I think Stu for showing me the ropes last game, you know, he was sensational and that was a huge game, uh, obviously, with uh, uh, the standings and um, the opponent. So um, he did a great job last game and just wanted to do my job tonight. Jack Connor and Leon have hit some pretty big milestones lately, obviously, Leon tonight. Has anything really surprised you or what has surprised you maybe about being their teammates for the course of this year? I think just the consistency, you know, you obviously know how great they are playing them, but to witness it every day, even in practice, you know, they don't have an off day. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable and uh, definitely makes us all strive to, to be the best we can be and just a, a privilege to play with them. You know, Leon's voted the best passer in the league by the players, but then when you, you're in practice with them all the time, as opposed to playing against him, do you realize how good a shooter he is, too? Oh. Even more so than he's on Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. He's a pass-first 50-goal scorer multiple times, and it's uh, pretty remarkable just the the gifts God gave him and, you know, how hard he's worked on uh, on his game. So, um, you know, those two guys we, we mentioned sure study the game and uh, take it as serious as I've ever seen, and just a privilege to play with them. Great. Again, the, the crowd was excellent tonight. And, and just in the last two minutes, the, the soup chant going up. And I mean, he was there throughout the night when he made some big saves. And, uh, you know, we've, we've talked about him a lot. And we've talked a lot about with Jack Campbell. It, it was it went beyond an athlete having a tough time. And we, we talked a lot about the, the human angle. Mm -hmm. And 
and it was it's nice to hear him saying that after the game and, and feeling good well it's Oiler fans understand both the the star players and the human side of the hockey games and uh, Jack Campbell came in with huge fanfare uh, this is you know the goalie that they wanted they signed him to the big contract it doesn't go well and there was there was some angst early amongst the fan base and there was some well, we would get the phone calls you know they're going to trade them they're going to send them down but now it's it's back to the point where now they're all it, they're cheering for them yeah they want them to have success the the angst is gone because they got this other guy skinner has been outstanding so going into the playoffs well we know we got skinner but wouldn't it be great if this jack campbell gets his game going in the right direction and if needed he can come in and 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 give them that start that they they desperately need and so they're cheering for him. Uh, the, the thing about Jack Campbell, and his teammates have talked about it, we've heard people from Toronto, he's been, he's one of the most likable players there is. He's just a good person. And as a fan, you want good, good people to succeed. And all of Edmonton is behind him right now. So yeah, it was pretty cool tonight. I mean, there's the Leon angle, the big game, but also Jack Campbell. So the 50 goals and Jack Campbell getting a shutout, two big stories in today's game. James H. Brown, injury lawyers, filling the net. 100 bucks for every Oilers goal. The 630 Chet Sanders Anonymous. The total for the season now up to $30,600. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown from jameshbrown.com was here with Jed Roberts before the game. We got to talk to them briefly. That's that kind of awesome. cool. It's some famous they people down in this they, place. They both look like they could still play pro football. <laughs> they both look like they could break us in two very, very quickly. Uh, yeah. Jed especially looks like he, he, he would put him in any sport and it'd be incredibly intimidating. Yeah, he might want to dress him for the last game of the season against San Jose. They might rest some of the big guys on our team. He will be give, a give burly left winger. Yes. We got Kelly on the line. I think Kelly has a special uh, initiative here. Kelly, what's going on? Is this Kelly? Uh, are, are you not? Are you married to one of my co-workers? Is this the same Kelly? Yeah, that is, that is me. Yeah, my wife works with you, buddy. Yeah, what's going on, man? Well, I'm just uh, driving and uh, listening to you guys' show, of course. And uh, I heard, uh, you know, Cashton uh, getting taken advantage of from his dad for throwing his hat uh, on the ice. I, I'll never forget the first time I threw my hat on the ice uh, many years ago. And so I, I think Cashton needs a new hat. So I want to offer a Cashton a... Okay. Just come see me at United Sports and Cycle, and, and I'll, okay. I'll make sure he gets looked after, and he, could, he doesn't have to do any chores. Okay. Now, do you need his number, or just want him to come in when he has time? Yeah, either or. I, uh, okay. I can give you my number off the air, and uh, yeah, he can Angie, uh, contact Angie me will if figure you want. something out. Or, or Cashton, if you're listening, go, go to United Cycle and get a hat from Kelly. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Very cool. Thank you very much, Kelly. That's awesome. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, no, my pleasure, guys. Yeah, awesome. 780-496-0063. This is fun. It is fun. Look at us. We're like brokers yeah, right now. Yeah, and I'm now. giving out birthday cake. You do. You. It's your birthday day. Happy birthday. Number 39 today for you. It's and not 39. It's 39-ish. It's the 10th anniversary plus, of your 39th birthday. I, I, I'm one of the whatever. It's, it's my age. I'm 49. What? It doesn't bother me. You don't look I mean, at the, time you, is inevitable, so you might as well just keep going. Time is inevitable. That well, is aging is inevitable. The passing of time is inevitable. I like that. I'm gonna get that as a tattoo. I'll That'll get be my you first a, ever tattoo. I'll get you a t-shirt. Very uh, very I'll nice. But you. you have been passing cake out to all the fans here. Yeah, if anyone wants cake, yeah, they got. Some, if anyone wants cake, come up. We'll give you a little slice during the commercial. What? Yeah, I'll get you some cake. Settle down. Yes. 
calm down, we'll get you some cake. That's Everyone sweet. wants a piece of See, when I cake. offer it and then they come, that's different. When you come up and yell at me when you want cake, it makes me not want to give the cake out <laughs> as much. But I'll give, I'll give them some cake. Uh, hey, can we get some more forks? Can we get some more forks? <laughs> All right. Uh, the show has completely gone off rails. The show is now a cake show. Well, that's what happens when the Oilers win 6 nothing. Dry settle gets to 50. We got Mark on the Certainty Hotline as well. Hey, Mark, go ahead. Hey, I just want to say that the Oilers can be the first team to have a 60-goal score, a 50-goal score, 40, and possibly a 30 and a 20. Remember, we talked about this earlier. The only way, I, and I've, I've been following this, and I wanted to get all the way from single dishes 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. They need the Nuge. They need five goals out of the Nuge over the next uh, five games for them to get a 40 goal score. So, like someone who stops in the 60s, yeah, stops in 50s, the 50s, yeah. stops so in they the need, 40s. Okay. So, they need, uh, they need the Nuge to get there in the, in the 40s. He needs five more goals. And the way the Oilers have been scoring lately, not out of the realm of possibility. I just want him to get 100 points. I really want yeah. RNH to get 100 well, points. Well, he just had one tonight, eh? Yeah, so he's three away with five games left. I like his chances. Yeah. He had, he had ch <laughs> a lot of guys had chances for multiple points tonight. But Oilers win uh, 6 nothing. Tell you what, let's uh, we got Connor McDavid uh, taped from down in the dressing room. Let's head down there. McDavid got his 62nd this evening. Here's the captain. Just your thoughts on just one another goal-scoring season from this guy, one of the best passers in the game and 50 every year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you don't see it every day that, uh, you know, someone scores 50 and gets 100 points uh, pretty much every year they've been in the league. So um, really, really impressive. Um, can't say enough good things about him. He's been on a real tear, and uh, tonight was no different. You're one of the more elite offensive guys league to go 50 goals and 50 assists there's only 12 guys have ever three times and Leon's one of them and it's a rare combination to be able to finish and pass like that certainly um, you don't see it in, uh, in a lot of guys it's uh, it's really really impressive um, it's been amazing to kind of watch the evolution uh, over the course of you know kind of our career and um, they went from being a pass first guy to you know a little bit more of a shooter to you know obviously being both and um, he can beat you anyway was he a better passer or a shooter? What do, you, what do you think? I think we get this question every year. He scores 50. Uh, it's, uh, it's a good question. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's one that uh, you, you can't ask about a lot of guys, you know. Um, it's a tough answer. I'd probably say passer, but, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> and back-to-back shout-outs for the team and the first one for Jack. Uh, pretty important time for you guys to you've talked a lot of, all year about wanting to clamp down defensively uh, yeah I, I thought that soup uh, made some really big saves especially early in the first um, you know we were a little bit sloppy at the beginning of the game but um, you know he was solid and, and gave us a chance to get our feet under us and um, you know really really happy for him you know obviously it's uh, an up and down year for him and he's uh, and he's he's battled so hard and to see him get rewarded at uh, um, you know the boys love that clinching that playoff spot five games to go away what does that mean for the group you know, I know you guys are still playing for stuff. Right? Yeah, there's lots to be played for. You know, it's a tight, uh, tight conference. It's a tight division. Um, you know, there's lots left on the table for us. So, you know, big one here in LA, and um, you know, coming up. But you know, it's not, uh, it's not forgotten on us. You know, that it's a big deal. You know, that's what the regular season's all about: is to give yourself a chance to play in the playoffs. And you know, we checked that box here tonight. Would you agree that those last two periods were two of your better periods of the season as a complete team game? 
Um, yeah, I mean, they were good. Yeah, um, you know, a couple good periods. We did what we had to do. You know, we came here to get two points and to continue to work on our game. And, um, you know, I thought, uh, I thought we did both those things. All right, that's McDavid. 62 goals now in the season. Oilers stumble out of the gate a bit tonight, but then storm away from the Ducks to record a 6-0 victory. Edmonton is 43-29, 45-23-9 uh, on the season. They're 9-0-1 in their last 10. They're 13-2-1 since March 1st. We'll tell you what's going on in the division. A couple more of your phone calls. You'll hear from Leon Dreisaitl as well. This is Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Friesen Brothers. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And the Ducks with 10 seconds to go hastily retreat. Harrington, he might elect to skate off the remaining time here. Long stretch pass to Derek Grant, right wing at the horn, a save, Campbell and a second one as well. The Ducks get not one but two chances. Campbell's last save was on Megda, and that might have counted as well on Jack Campbell, one of his best periods of the year. Right at the end of the first period, Jack Campbell saved the game for Crystal Glass. Call 310 Glass or visit crystalglass.ca. Shutout for Campbell, 36 stops. Back-to-back -back shutouts for the first time since last April when Mike Smith got two in a row against Nashville and Vegas as uh, the Oilers roll over the Ducks. 6-0 tonight. Hat trick for Dreisaitl. 50 goals for the third time in his career. Hyman got his 34th. Nurse got his 11th. Didn't even mention Nurse, 42nd point. New career high. And McDavid got his 62nd. Yeah, Nurse is having a fantastic season. Another plus, because up to plus 20 on the season. McDavid, pretty goal, 67. I, I had a feeling he'd score a goal tonight with Pasternak and Boston having a hat trick and pulling within, I think, five of them. So... Uh, there's a lot of players having fantastic seasons in the National Hockey League, but the two best are here in Edmonton. On the scoreboard for Advantage Trailer Rentals, your one-stop source for commercial trailer rentals, head to AdvantageTrailerRentals.com. Golden Knights win 4-1 over the Wild. Kings win 3-1 over Seattle. What else is new? Top three teams in the Pacific all win. So we got Vegas, 101 points. Edmonton, 99. LA, 98. Edmonton has five games left. Vegas and L.A. both have six. Seattle looking good in the wild card race. They have 90 points. Winnipeg 87. Calgary's the best non-playoff team with 85 points. Nashville has 84 with a game in hand on Calgary and uh, Winnipeg. Quick scoreboard update there for Advantage Trailer Rentals. Okay, I think we got Barb uh, back on the line. Barb, do we have you this time? Go ahead. Oh, hi. Is it me? Yeah, go ahead, Barb. Oh, hi. I have a, a few questions. First, you know, I really like to thank Connor McDavid and Dresler. They are a team. And today, you wouldn't believe the vibe in the whole city. Me and my bird, she says, mm, good. Like, you know, when we were going to welcome Jack Campbell with a barbecue. But now that, you know, people are saying soup, that maybe gave him a, a little bit of oomph. But I was wondering, like, hey, he's against, you know, Houston, and he's a 20-year-old. You know, the youngest goalie stuck in the NHL. Like, like I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, who's, who's that? Maybe Talk about Skinner now. Oh, Skinner. Well, yeah, well, the thing is, um, they said at the playoffs that uh, only if things go awry will they put in Jack Campbell. But um, he's going to the minors if he doesn't. But I, I don't think so. I think mean, if you just give, like, let's go, Oilers, let's go for five five minutes, that's when we want a Stanley Cup. And yeah. another question. 
Oh, when I, well, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't think you asked us a question there, Barb. I, I'm going to ask a question, <laughs> but I just want to say that um, the wolf on Wall Street and the chest thumping, do do do. We went around the whole city, and, and the whole city. That should be our new, um, you know, let's go Oilers just to incorporate that. My question is, uh, Rule Six Point Nine, and, and trading of the paper uh, players is like normal height for your stick, like the shoulder. I, oh, okay. Your, yeah, Rob, how, yeah, how, like, how high is your stick is usually? It usually goes to probably around your bottom lip. If it's standing right in front of your face, it goes probably up to your bottom lip. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Barb. We appreciate it. 780-496-0063. Didn't the Wolf of Wall Street have the most profanity ever in a movie? It's up there. It was not one you want to watch with a kid under the age of 14. Well, or probably I'm under 44, maybe. They, I think I just turned old enough to be allowed to watch it. <laughs> it I, yeah, I, I actually learned some things in that. Probably didn't wish I didn't learn some of the. Sorry, from the movie or from yeah, that phone call? From the well, I, the movie, <laughs> the phone call. I, I didn't understand all of it. I think it's my hearing's probably going. You got Jody on the line as well. Hey, Jody. Good evening, guys. How are you? Quite well. Hey, uh, I just uh, shout out to Cash, by the way, from his schoolmate Isaac and his dad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my question is, are we at the point where we alternate goalies in our first round, or do we kind of do what we did with Smith, where we just run them four straight um, minimum like we did against Winnipeg? Uh, Stuart Skinner will start every game unless he struggles. They will go, they're going to go one goalie. They're, in, the, in the NHL playoffs, they don't go back-to-back -back games. Yeah, rarely. Unless there's a rarely conflict ever. or something. Yeah. So the goalies will always have enough rest. Uh, very, very seldom do you see an NHL team in the playoffs rotate goalies. They find who their better guy is. They play him until he struggles. And then at that point, they can decide if they want to put the other guy in. But uh, if Skinner is the better of the two, and right now he is, he will start game one, and he will yep. just continue to go until things go sideways. And the, and the Oilers didn't lose that series to Winnipeg because Mike Smith was was burned out. I'm not sure if that's exactly what Jody meant, but I mean, Hellebuck was outstanding. Smith. Well, I didn't know if he was talking about that one or last year. Cause no, he, says, he said four straight to the Jets. Oh. But no, I mean... And, you, Smith, star and Smith started every game last year, and they made it to the third yeah, round. No, so. the NHL teams, they, they don't go back and forth on goaltenders. They play their better goaltender, and he's well-rested, and right now Stuart Skinner's the better of the two goalies. Okay, we have Ryan on the line as well. Hi, Ryan, go ahead. Is this me, Ryan? That's you, buddy. Oh, hell yeah. Well, Grant Fuhrer, uh, a goaltender the team just always believes in. And Jack Campbell for sure is a starter. And he needs to be a starter. And the Oilers threw down five million bucks. And Stuart Skinner is there right under him. And he's a starter. And Jack Campbell's five million dollars. I guess my question for you, and it's I don't want to be the the negative Nilly because Jack Campbell could fill in at at the end of a long playoff run and be the hero. But at five million dollars for the regular season, if like Dolstar looked really good, I mean, if there was a chance to. Even if the Oilers bit a million dollars or more, you know, on the cap for who? For, who? To, for anybody, I mean, uh, just just to relieve the cap space and start over because 
Stuart Skinner can be Grant Fuhrer. Well, well, we'll, we'll I think we'll there's see. a we'll long, and, long and way before it gets to be Grant Fuhrer. Well, I know, but uh, you know, and uh, yeah. Okay, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Skinner's had a great season. I mean, he's been, he's one of the best stories on the team. And this is a team with McDavid's going to win the heart. Drysdale just got to 50 again. Hyman career high. Nuge career high. Skinner's right in there. Yeah, but I, I guess maybe the thing for Skinner is if all the things I just least listed off, if I if you I, at the beginning of the season you would have said what is the least likely or most surprising. Yep, 100%. You, you might have said that Skinner has this incredible season and is is the better of the Actually, two. Actually, I, I I don't even think it might be the most surprising. I think it certainly is. I mean, you knew Connor was going to win the MVP, and you pr predicted probably that Leon would get 50, and all these other guys having the the, the career years that they're having. I don't think. In our wildest dreams, we would have thought that Stuart Skinner would be in the All-Star game and be their starter in game one of the playoffs after having a season that in the month of March, he set a record with 10 wins. I think that is by far the most surprising and and good on Stuart Skinner. And I'm excited to see what he's capable of doing in the yeah. playoffs. And, I, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, and you're going to hear this from me a lot over the next, hopefully, several weeks. Don't worry about the starting goaltender on May 20-whatever. Like, seriously, <laughs> like it, if they're going that far, enjoy the ride and they'll they'll dress the best. They'll start the best lineup each night once you get there. You know, like if Campbell has to play a playoff game, great. He'll play mm -hmm. a playoff game. Hopefully he does does well. Yeah, I mean, you worry one game at a time. That's what the Edmonton Oilers have been doing the entire season. It's worked out pretty well for them. All right, this guy, phenomenal once again. Hat trick, 50th of the year. Here's Leon Dreisaitl. You get 15 style. Uh, first time in your career to have a shorty, a power play goal, and an even strength goal in the same game. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was a good night. Lots of lots of great plays by by the guys around me. Uh, you know, looking for me. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, proud and, and um, you know very fortunate to have done it. Certain times, I mean, clearly you're looking for that 50th goal when you're sitting at 49. But when you go out for the penalty kill, probably not the time you're thinking that it did may come. Uh, yeah, I, I was probably being a little too selfish there in the third. I was <laughs> shooting it from everywhere, but, um, you know, I think I think that's all right. Usually I, I tend to overpass it, so for once in my life it's it's okay. But, um, yeah, uh, some again, like I said, some great plays. Um, you know, didn't think that it was going to happen on the, on the kill, obviously, like you said, but uh, I'll take it. Is it possible to... Scoring 50 your first, second, third time, they're all like just as ex ex as exciting or how you would kind of not rake them, but what it feels like to score 50. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all great. I mean, the first time was was very special to me, um, but it's it's always uh, a huge honor. And, um, you know, I think this one is, is very exciting for me because uh, it, it was at home. Uh, you know, the other two were, were on the road. So um, it was just great, great to do it in front of our home fans. It was nice to get it out of the way, you know, five games left, get it out of the way now to kind of... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes that can just, you know, play with your mind a little bit and, and, and you tend to get off your game a little bit, which, you know, obviously I'm not trying to do, but it's just human nature. But, um, yeah. I mean, happy, happy that it's over with. Um, so, yeah, 
just keep going. How, how, how excited were you for Jack, or for Jack Campbell tonight to get that shot? Yeah, very. He was he was amazing tonight. I thought in the first period he 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 you know he kept us in the game. Uh, we we were we were we weren't sharp in the first, so he was really standing in there and, and making making big big time saves. So uh, he he gave us a chance to find our legs, and um, he was great tonight. Considering what's, what he's been through this year, I guess he just helped. It, it's such a big thing for yeah, him. Yeah, it's it's an up and down. Um, you know, he's he's such a great guy. Um, you know, all year, um, you know, whether it's gone his way or not, you know, he was uh, one of the best teammates that I've ever been around. Um, always worked on it on himself and, um, you know, hopefully th this will turn a corner for him. Um, you know, sometimes it takes a little longer getting to a new team. So uh, we trust him. We believe in him. Uh, Full, full on, so um, he'll be he'll be good for us. A couple good goaltending performances, but at the same time, you guys aren't giving anything up here. A couple games in a row, no goals against. Like it feels like that part of your game is rounding into form at the right time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you need that going into the playoffs. Um, you know, games are going to get tighter. They're not going to be you know, 5-4, 7-4 type of game. So uh, we got to be able to defend, keep the puck out of our net and uh, find, find the right the right ones to, to put us ahead. So uh, it's good timing to find that. Leon, you were voted by your peers as the best passer in the league, but over the last five years, you also have the most goals. Um, when you came in, you were really considered maybe more of a passer. C can you describe how you've evolved into becoming such a good scorer? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, staying staying unpredictable right um you know i used to be uh pretty easy to read uh, entering the zone or wherever i was it was always pass always pass uh, um so coming here and and actually being able to play with some amazing passers connor uh nuggy very very underrated passer um guys, guys like that you know you f you, you kind of have to learn to get away from the puck sometimes and, and and find that part of your game as well and um those two guys they're just they're so good at passing the puck it's 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 crazy um so they make my life uh, pretty easy at times you told connor in the offseason that he could score 60. you're gonna tell leon dry that he can score 60. i don't know i don't we'll see we'll see <laughs> we'll see about that one <laughs> All right, that is Leon Dreisaitl, another milestone for him, and the Oilers are in the playoffs for the fourth consecutive season. Get more on the team on 630Ched.com, globalnews.ca. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 on Monday. All of Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Our next game broadcast presented by Friesen Brothers is Tuesday, 7 o'clock face-off show, game at 8.30. Oilers visiting the Los Angeles Kings. Thanks to Angie Quinnell, our studio producer this evening, and to Troy Bowler, our game day engineer here at Rogers Place. Campbell gets the shutout. Dreisaitl scores thrice. Hyman, Nurse, and McDavid score 6-0 over the Ducks. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Thanks for listening to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line.